Hey guys, welcome to the After Church Podcast, where we take what we hear on Sunday and apply it to our lives on Monday. We're in week three of the Advent series, Unexpected. Today we're going to be talking about unexpected joy. We've got Kurt Petersheim joining us from the East Campus, and we do not have Cam Moore joining us from the South Campus. All right, that's it. Let's jump into the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the After Church Podcast, where we take what we heard on Sunday and apply it to our lives on Monday. We are in week three of Advent season, and uh, today I'm joined with by Kurt Petersheim Hello. from the East Campus yes, and Cameron Moore from the South <laughs> Campus. Hey, Cameron. Uh, good to yeah. see you, buddy. I know. We all get some calendar snafus here and again. But we are in week three uh, of our Unexpected series, and today we're lighting the third uh, Advent candle, which is the pink candle, uh, and I'm going to read the information about our candle for today. It's the she- it's also called the shepherd's candle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the candle meaning is it's uh, the rose or pink colored candle represents joy. Uh, that's the liturgical color for joy uh, is like rose or pink. It reminds us of the shepherd, uh, the shepherds in Luke's gospel who were the first people to share in the joy of Jesus's birth. So that's why it's the joy candle and the joy we experience just by reaching kind of the midpoint of Advent. So our main point today in our in our sermons and the main point of uh, week three of Advent is that Jesus gives us joy. Joy, <laughs> joy such a great Christmas word, isn't joy. it? Though joy to the world. Yes. Let's name all the let's name all the Christmas songs we can think of with joy. Joy on. to the world, I think. And then there's joy to the world. That's the only one I could think. Joy. Hark the Herald Joy. Okay, let's, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but we're going to be in Luke 2, primarily Luke 2 today, yep. the, the traditional uh, Christmas story. Um, so I think let's just jump in and see where we find both the, the shepherd information and the joy information. So you got Luke 2, Luke two. 8 through 11. Let's yep. see what we got. Yeah, let's read it. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. That will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, that's Bethlehem, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. I'm going to keep going. Are we good there? Yeah, I think that's good for now because we'll get the right at the beginning there in eight. Uh, that night there were shepherds, yep. so that's the this this candle, um, and then the an angel announces. Well, you you paused almost and like said they were terrified, <laughs> yeah. which I love because which is, it happens a lot in the Bible where there's angels. When angels show up, that's not like a oh look how cute. Yeah, every painting we see of <laughs> angels around these parts these days is always little baby sweet <laughs> angels, and in the Bible they're always freaking out. When yeah, I see him. So, but he's like, but the angel said to them, "Don't be afraid. I bring you good news of." Great joy mm-hmm. that will be for all the people, which is yeah, great joy for great all joy the people. For all the people and all yeah. the people didn't mean just the Israelites, right? Right, so, all the people. Yeah, all all means all. I there. think it means all everybody. Yeah, so that's very cool. So um, now I, I like to put myself in the scene for a minute. I'm watching over some sheep, doing my thing. Yeah, at night, just like I did last night and the night before that and the night before that, and then. 
Bam! Just a bunch of angels. Right? Well, first of all, an angel. Yeah. Joined with a bunch of angels. Yeah. How crazy is that scene? Are you asking me? Oh. Or is that like rhetorical? Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's insane. I uh, know, no, not crazy I didn't know if you were being rhetorical. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> but good gracious. I mean, yeah, I don't even know, man. Just the, we sing that silent night. I mean, that's uh, probably up to that point, it was a silent night. I mean, I don't know, being a shepherd, obviously you were watching, you were looking mm-hmm. for danger and things like that. I mean, you had to be alert and, and vigilant, but then all of a sudden, an angel, it says, yeah, an angel at first, and even just that one. That freaks them out. Mm-hmm. And then they see this host of angels. We didn't even get to that part, but then they start singing, Glory to God, and all this mm-hmm. like myriads and myriads of angels, you know, the heavenly hosts singing and praising God. But man, just this, I don't know, man. I wonder how loud it was. I wonder if others could hear it around or I guess not. Maybe just the shepherds. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. Incredible. So, and he incredible makes the song. announcement that the Savior, the yeah. Messiah, yeah. Uh, has, has come. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, uh, he's born, he's been born today in Bethlehem. Yeah. So, we're in this series, we're talking about unexpected, and I think this is the, a, a neat wrinkle here. They were expecting the Messiah, right. like they yeah. were expecting yeah. Messiah. The, even these shepherds, and we mm-hmm. sometimes downplay though they were old, you know, low, uh, lower class. They didn't, right. we weren't educated, but shepherding was pretty common. That's a pretty common thing. Right. So we would call it probably blue collar. Yeah. So these blue collar guys who are still expecting Messiah, they right. know they're supposed they to be a Messiah. The the stories, the scriptures. Our King is coming. In part, yeah. He's gonna set us free. Maybe we don't have to be shepherds anymore. I don't know. But <laughs> and then yeah. they find out. Wait a minute. He's born. Like he didn't just ride in the town. Like he's supposed to be coming on the scene, yeah. ready to go. And yeah. instead, he's gonna show up like a baby. Yeah. And the first announcement. So there's the unexpectedness. At least you know it's, he's he's born today. It's like this is just the oh well that's awesome, but. He's just born. I don't know. Right. Like, what what are we expecting here? But, yeah. So yeah. the little pacifier, maybe Jesus is going to be <laughs> yeah. one. So um, the unexpected part, though, uh, the first announcement, I guess, would be to, to Mary mm-hmm. that, that there's, you're going to have the you're baby, right. the Messiah. But now it comes to the blue collar, working class, Bethlehemite. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, guess what? This Messiah we've been talking about for whatever, you know, thousands of yeah. years is now on the scene. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute, who, me? You won't, well, that's, yeah. and it tells them to be not afraid, but to have mm-hmm. great joy. Have great joy. So after this, so 17 and 18, I'll read there. Yeah. Um. So after seeing him, wait a minute, is this after they visit the, yeah, they go and see. So they go off, yeah. Yep, that's, we're, we're skipping that part, but they go to see the baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 17 and 18, it says, after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone, they told everyone what happened. Uh, and what the angel had said to them about mm-hmm. this child, all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. Yeah. And again, back to it's the shepherd candle. It's the announcement to the shepherds. But they are so excited about it that they go and tell everybody. Like they're yeah. they're convinced. The angel has spoken. That's the word of the Lord. Yeah. Man, let's go tell everybody. Super cool. And then in verse 20, the shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. So. Hmm. They they find um, uh, joy. Yeah, they find the joy, which leads to praise and yeah. glorying, glorying in God, glorifying God. Yeah. So they tell everybody about it. That's yep. great. Yep. And then they they receive they experience that joy, and then they go back to work, which yeah. is just an yeah. interesting part of the story. So we still have sheep to watch. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're like, Who, who's watching the sheep right now? And they might have, yeah, they might have got real. I never thought about that. Maybe they got kind of distracted at some point. They're like, Oh, the sheep, <laughs> Isaac. Who's watching the sheep? <laughs> <laughs> but that, I think it's great too, though. Yeah, 
that's a, I mean, we can't preach this right now, but yeah, you experience Jesus and you, you keep working. It's not like you stop working. <laughs> yeah. You don't sit and watch him grow yeah. up. You don't wait there at the manger. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got, there's, there's some Martha-ing to do along with the Mary, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you, you yeah. also got to get back to work. Still have a job to do. Still have a life. Well, our, um, yeah. our action step for, for this Sunday, both for adults and for, for uh, kids is going to be to share your story, like share your story of hope mm-hmm. and life change through Christ with someone this week. Not an easy one to do, right? Yeah. This is maybe one of the more difficult of our action steps during the Advent season. But because the shepherds heard the good news, yeah. received that joy, and then they immediately went and told everybody they could, like then went back to work. But they went and told everybody they could. Um, so that'll be our action step this week, to do like the shepherds, yeah. receive that joy, uh, and then go and tell someone about it. Can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can all do that. And uh, it, it's always such a uh, who, man, I was talking to someone the other day and I can't think of who I was talking to right now about, we were, we, uh, about just sharing stories. And anyway, it was a friend, but I can't remember who it was, but just to, how, how encouraging it can be, right? Mm-hmm. To hear somebody else's testimony. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've shared my testimony many times with many people in big settings and one on one settings as well. And mm-hmm. it is in, and, and this kind of an old saying that we have about like, you know, people can, they can argue with a lot of things. They can't argue your story. I mean, it's your story. It's, it is at least your telling of it and your perception of it and how it happened in your life and all of those things. Mm -hmm. They at least can't argue with that part. And I mean, they can maybe argue the application of it or Mm -hmm. whatever you believe, but um, man, at at the very least, like the shepherds did, they could just go and tell what happened. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So for all of us and you know, right now, as I'm thinking, I'm not going, man, I know one person that I'm going to tell my story to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, I think it's a great action step for all of us just to have an intentionality at, during this season, yeah. um, whether it's this week or next or some, sometime soon, just to be able to look for those opportunities to say, man, this is what Jesus has done in my life. And here's the, I certainly can tell that part of a story of like, man, I was, I can, I can remember living with anger, mm-hmm. with just angst, with struggling we kind of talked about this in one of our last podcasts about just like the hopelessness and Mm -hmm. frustration about where you're at in life and now just a a real joy it doesn't mean bad days aren't there but Mm -hmm. um a real joy even in those times and yeah like the shepherds yeah i mean their lives weren't perfect after this but they had this joy and they were praising god and they had seen the the promise fulfilled right in the messiah jesus yep and they didn't have any of the new testament to, right. to teach anybody or anything yeah. like they were they're, just telling their story. Little did they know they're in it now. Right. They're they're being right. written in. It. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> and uh, it reminds me of the um I think it's the blind one of the uh, stories of the blind man being healed by Jesus, and he's being uh, you know asked over and over by the scribes or Sadducees or Pharisees, one of the groups, one of the religious groups. were going, all right, so what happened? What, uh, yeah. what happened to you? And he goes. I can tell you is I was once blind <laughs> yeah. and now I see. Oh, that's, that's it. That's all yeah. I got. I got a story and that's it. Yep. Yeah. And that's a testimony. So that could be your testimony this week. Uh, hey, I was once blind. Now I see. That's yeah. all I got. Come it to church. Let me share that. You know, <laughs> yeah. A little encouragement. Share, share what you once were or how you once were or where you once were, whatever that looks like. Blind and now see, or I was depressed and now I still struggle with that maybe, but man, I've seen the joy of the Lord. However that looks, you know, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of ways to put it. Um, but man, letting people hear, what you once were, or mm-hmm. how you once were, or where you once were, and then just how Jesus has changed that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's 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 beautiful. It kind of it kind of goes into our first uh, one of our, our questions for reflection this week. So we're we're talking we're asking the question, uh, or the first one is just describing a time, describe a time when you fit when you were overcome with joy, 
and some of the examples uh, in the question is going to be like the birth of a child or yeah. a marriage proposal or a big sports win or just whatever incredibly ha happy <laughs> moment. Um, so what, what was that? Like a time where you were just overcome with joy? Like you couldn't even help it. Like, oops. Ah! Yeah. Um, honestly, uh, this this happened uh, recently, a month or so ago, that um, my my wife, who's just been struggling with health issues for a long time, long time. I mean, her whole life, really, but really the last 10 years and even more so the last couple of years, I think COVID has actually, as we learn more about it, has even kind of exasperated some of her things. Um, and, and just kind of seeking answers on some things and like, what is going on here? What's happening here? Mm -hmm. um, we finally had a doctor's appointment. We've had so many doctor's appointments, but we had one and uh, they were able to pinpoint some mm -hmm. things for her. Finally, and it was just this moment of just what we've been praying about, yeah, and just what we've been asking God for. And that's such a simple thing, but that's the first one that pops in my head because it's just a little bit more fresh. But just going, and, and what is it? It wasn't even like this is all gone and all better now. It was just simply here's a direction, and we we know what what this is and mm -hmm. how we can move forward. And praise God that we just feel like I mean, really, we we drove home from that appointment just going, man, this is great. Yeah, you know, it's great that we know something and can before but yeah there's there's a lot certainly the birth of our daughter or, mm -hmm. you know getting married I'm, if you want a real stupid superficial worldly one i mean the braves won the world series last year and um that was awesome you know yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah cool so um for me that was a very worldly <laughs> one almost a year ago now yeah. was when uh georgia university of georgia yeah, won the yeah. national championship and it was you know I, there my daughter was dating this guy at the time and we like we embraced neither one of us are <laughs> hugging people I'm hugging a we embrace we're high-fiving like i yeah. whatever i had in my hand i was like high-five and just stuff goes everywhere and i'm kicking things like just overwhelmed yeah. overcome with joy um or uh, happiness i don't know what it was maybe i'll call it joy yeah um because it was definitely like a, a feeling all throughout yeah and i asked myself what this is silly football game but that's still the response. Yeah. That was the the like overcome with joy, um, and even he, like a little you know maybe a little tear like oh yeah, my goodness they, I can't yeah, believe don't it. Lie. there was definitely I, okay maybe I I, maybe I cried like a baby. But just thinking about the culmination too, right? So that is an example. Okay, Georgia football or Braves baseball. We're yeah. like we uh, with Georgia football it was nineteen eighty until yeah, what it was 40, 20, 20, 41 years, right? So that's forty one years of waiting for this. <laughs> right. If you've been alive that long and just going, oh man. These shepherds right. and these Jews, hundreds of years, yeah. stories of stories of generations of generations and prophets, and they're waiting. Mm -hmm. Imagine the joy. You know what I mean? And they yeah. get to see it. Um, it's incredible yeah. know, to think about it like that. But yeah. So the second question then is, was this temporary or was it long lasting joy? This one we just described. Right. Now I gave a silly one and you gave a real heartfelt <laughs> one. Um was it temporary? Was it long lasting? Does it depend? Does it depend on the the situation? Not like what you talk about. Not the shepherds. Like what I your your, your personal whatever experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, joy. I think by nature, when it's in the Lord and we see His goodness in whatever that is, you know, that's that's long lasting and that's eternal because He is eternal and we know He is the fulfiller of promises mm -hmm. and and prophecies that we see. You know, like that kind of thing where we see God work. Mm -hmm. Where you see the fulfillment of something, whether it's a, a thing you've been praying about, a sickness in your family, or right. a child being born, or whatever that is. But you know God's goodness there. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, is like, that's real joy, because that is something that you know God doesn't change, and His goodness doesn't change. Right. And so that, that because my joy is resting on that, He doesn't change, and so my joy is, mm -hmm. is, is eternal. Um, and obviously we know, I mean, there are temporary happinesses sure. that we get in the world, yeah. um, for sure. So, so when Georgia won, uh, 
elation in the moment. Right. Uh, go to bed, wake up the next day. You admit still kind of excited. It's pretty yeah, cool. It's pretty good. Yeah. I can't wait to talk to somebody else about it. Yeah. Like, let's talk talk about it. Yeah. The more you talk about it, the more memories you have of yeah. it, the yeah. more you feel the joy in the moment again. Mm-hmm. But it wanes. You know, and now we're into an, another Georgia season. It's like, uh-oh, we, we don't know. There's anticipation again. We right. don't know. Because there's always this sort of future thought, too, of like, but next year we might not win it. Right. You know that's true. Yeah. Right? And yeah. the Braves didn't win it this year, right? So you're like, yeah. At best, those kind of things, that's a year, you know? And then you're like, well, whatever. Yeah. But again, with the, man, the joy in the Lord of like, that's bedrock, foundational, eternally true. Right. And there's nothing going to change yeah. that. So I'll separate it like this and call it, um, the, like, these may not be, these may be terrible uh, categories, but just follow good. me on. Like divine joy. Yep. And then like just that kind of temporary or temp- temporal sure. joy. Yep. So I can feel excited about a football game. I know that's not going to last. Right. But things that happen that are divine, mm-hmm. um, like a prognosis that mm-hmm. you've been waiting on forever, mm-hmm. right? Like that feels like, ah, oh, we've been praying about it. The prayers were answered. Yeah. Now that joy can last a little bit longer. Yeah. Because it's eternal. It's it's a divine yeah, thing that's again, happened. And again, even that, it's like. So think about love or, you know, some of these things yeah. that when with the birth of my daughters, oh my goodness. Like I remember holding them for the first time mm-hmm. and just unbelievable unbelievable joy yeah and fear but but joy <laughs> right. mixed with fear right but this is Which because is this is divine this is creation something was created yeah. and that i can't do that yeah that's divine right yeah and even so and gosh we could get deep into this too because you're thinking even like okay with the birth of a child or with the the like i was talking about with my wife and even that thing right the hope or the joy is mm-hmm. not just in that Okay, now we have a prognosis, or we hit. You know, mm-hmm. it's in the again. It's in that goodness of God of of going, man. I've seen I've seen the fruition of prayers, mm-hmm. and I've seen His hand in this, and I've seen Him work through this. Or my child being born, like that's mm-hmm. a fruition of prayer and waiting and love and ho- like all these things that we've hoped for. It's not in your daughters themselves, right? Because you know, at the end of the day, um, for me, okay, at the end of the day, um, my wife's still got health issues. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we're all going to die anyway. Like, it's just kind of this thought of like, that's not the point. Yeah. Thanks, Kurt. The point is, I mean, yeah. (laughs) But the point is, and just like these shepherds, man, they had to go back to being shepherds. It wasn't like everything changed. It was just everything changed Mm -hmm. because of Jesus. And now he's here in the midst of it. Yeah. Right. And you see the fulfillment of the promise. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the beauty of all of that stuff. Um, Where our hope now and our joy now rests on what doesn't change. Yeah. So, you could see the the um, practical side of this, though. When I when I silly, when I like being silly, talk about mm-hmm. UGA, but it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we chase moments of joy when you're like we chase after things that give us that kind of endorphin mm-hmm. kick or that dopamine kick, and we're like, then we want more of that. Yeah, and, and then we think because that's it, and because it's so temporary, it is <laughs> right. Like the earthly yeah. things are temporary. Yeah. Then we, all right, well, I need another earthly thing or I need another hit. I need another something. Right. I need another something. Just and, perpetually. And can't get that divine, all-fulfilling right. um, shalom would be the peace side, mm-hmm. but I think joy is encompassed mm-hmm. in that, Absolutely. right? Like yeah. there's a, a settledness yeah. that, that a I'm wholeness. just, joy. I have joy yeah. because of what Christ has done and what he's going to do right. forever. Yeah. And there's something about that that's, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's unexpected. Yeah. We want to chase after the things that give us the dopamine kick right now. Yeah. And that's temporary. Yeah. And just the, the again, the promises of God. And I think about these shepherds and uh, I, 
I don't know how much they knew of scriptures. They surely knew a lot, uh, mm-hmm. at least what they've been taught over the course of being boys growing up in, mm-hmm. in, in Jewish culture. But, um, and they were shepherds, by the way, of lambs used for sacrifice. Like that's who they were. That's where the Bethlehem, that's what Bethlehem was. Mm-hmm. They knew a lot. I mean, they, they understood what was going on in the world of the Jewish culture, right? Um, and the scriptures that they knew, they knew what they were part of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they met baby Messiah, <laughs> baby Jesus, and heard the angel announce that, right? And I just got to imagine for them, it was like, oh my goodness. Like they're thinking of these prophecies from mm-hmm. Isaiah and Micah and whoever, you know, like, this is true. Yeah. God's promises, even though it's been hundreds of years, his promises are true. Mm-hmm. You know, when the Bulldogs won the championship, the Braves won the World Series, it's like no one had made a prophecy or promise right. about that. Maybe people did, but like <laughs> yeah. like had predicted that, that we knew it was coming and it was like, oh, you know, yeah. it was just like it happened. That is great. Cool. Mm-hmm. But man, this was like, I've seen it now. I've seen God's promise come true. And now there's all these other promises. Right. They're coming true because he's he's faithful and yeah. he's gonna keep being faithful. So yeah. that's where that joy, I think it just settles in us and right. it's like now I know it and I believe it forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a quick aside on that. Um Bethlehem was the area in which they the shepherds mm-hmm. were raising the spotless lambs yep. that would be used yep. for the Passover sacrifice once a year. Um there's some uh commentators that would say the manger in which Jesus was laid, was born into. Yep. Um wasn't a food trough, but more of the place they would a groove in the floor like, that they where would, they would place the little spotless spotless lambs lamb. to protect. Yeah, wrapped in cloth usually. Right, they would, they would wrap lambs in cloth, mm-hmm. place them in these little grooves in the floor. Yep, to protect them because they were the spotless yeah. sacrificial. Yeah, lambs. So so maybe <laughs> so maybe when the shepherds yeah. show up, they're like, we know exactly Absolutely. what's going on here. Absolutely, this is yep. confirmation. I, I really think that's exactly why the angel said it the way he said. This will be a sign to you. That's what mm-hmm. the angel says mm-hmm. that you will find him wrapped in cloth, lying in a manger. And they, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you mean a spotless lamb? <laughs> yeah, like, right. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Anyway, those things are fascinating. I like fascinating. that stuff. Um, but it gets us to the third question. Then for yeah. today is what? How do you experience? the joy of the Lord now. And we've hit on some of this, but yeah. if there's fleeting joy, if there's temporal mm. joy, what, how do we, how do we experience it now? Like, can you just manifest it? Can you just make it happen? <laughs> or, or It's certainly a spiritual gift, um, a fruit of mm-hmm. the spirit, um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, you know, Galatians five. Um, so it is definitely a, a gift that the spirit gives and produces in us for sure. How does the spirit do that? He wields the sword of God's word. I believe that mm-hmm. Ephesians six, um, the, the spirit, spirit wields the sword of God. He produces in it. Yeah. The sword okay. of the spirit, Ephesians yeah. six, right? He produces in us and, and reminds us of Jesus and points us back. Like that's the spirit's job. Mm-hmm. Point us back to Christ over and over and over again. And his promises being fulfilled. Second Corinthians one says, Jesus is the yes and amen, right? Mm-hmm. He's the fulfillment of every promise of God. Yes and amen in Jesus. And so to me, I mean, I feel like every podcast we come back to this, but it's just the it's the bread and butter of following after God is being in his word mm-hmm. and seeing his faithfulness through the word to be reminded of that. Mm-hmm. And then that allows us, I believe, as we go and live our lives as Christians in the spirit, through his word, in prayer, in community, all those things. That we then have our eyes open to see his faithfulness in our lives, hmm. the same way we see it in the shepherd's lives, the same way we see it in Mary's life, the same mm-hmm. way we see it in whoever. Um, that now my eyes are open and I'm going, man, I want to see how has God kept his word to me? Yeah. His word here, how is he keeping it to me? And like we've, we've mentioned some examples. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, there, so you're talking about 
the, the word being the basis for whatever an experience of joy would be. Sure. And, um, and I know we're human beings and I, I, I'm, I'm all about like, not just about your feelings. Like I right. love that we anchor it in the word. I'm going to go experiential for a second though yeah, and sure. go, how do we find ourselves in those moments of, how do we put ourselves in those moments? I guess I should say, hmm. uh, the word's going to remind us that this is a promise fulfilled or whatever, and right. that's going to give us joy. But how do we put ourselves in those moments? And I'm going to posit a few. Um, last week or the week before, uh, when we were talking about hopelessness mm -hmm. and I was hearing yours and Gary's story mm -hmm. and get to share part of my story, man, that gave me joy. Yeah. Like, like a deep abiding joy. Right. Like my heart was bursting with yeah. thankfulness for the goodness of God <laughs> and the way he's, you know, so I think part for part, partly for me is putting myself in situations where people will be vulnerable and they'll, they'll tell their yeah. story and, um, yeah. Whether that be in a growth group or a step study or community, yeah, wh yeah, whatever place in which you can be real, um, and and another uh thing in which I have experienced a joy. Now this might be a little more personal, but I think it applies. So help me if I'm if sure. I get off base here, is when I'm being obedient, yeah, to what Scripture calls me to do. That was in my head <laughs> just now too. Yeah, even when it's hard, right? Like when I'm obedient to that, I can. There's, and I think Pastor Scott says this often. There's joy on the other side of obedience. Yes. There's joy on the other, yes. other side of obedience. And I don't think I always have believed that mm -hmm. <laughs> until you do some hard things that scripture tells you to do. And then you go, man, yeah. that is, that's yeah. what it's supposed to be. Absolutely. Helping someone in need, right? Like Absolutely. we think I'm going to help that person. It's more blessed to give than receive. <laughs> but we think I'm going to help that, that person. I mean, that is joy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The joy that you get on the other side of it yeah. is so rich. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be one thing. And, and then lastly, I, just using the gifts God's given mm -hmm. you, like when you know, hey, this is what God's given you to do. You do this well, and and yeah. it's obviously a divine thing. It's not right. a temporal, momentary thing. God's given you this gift. Yep. And I was I was having this conversation with um, uh, a kind of a, a life coach guy the other day, <laughs> and uh, he was just saying, I see this in you, and he would just name whatever it was, and does, yeah. it doesn't matter. But he was yeah. like, you know, you yeah. you can do this, and you do it really well, and it's not you, it's divine. Yeah. And like, cause you know that when you're using that gift, it and, is divine. And that's what he asked me. Right. He goes, yeah. when you're, when you're finished with whatever that is yeah. in that moment, using that gift, how do you feel? And I'm like, man, I feel like I'm on cloud nine. I feel like yeah. doing what the Lord's called me to do because yep. that's joy. Yep. That's a divine kind of eternal yep. joy. Yep. I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I was thinking those things. I mean, just uh, you look at the shepherds, right? They're obedient. They go and see Jesus mm -hmm. just like they're told to do. They wouldn't have experienced the joy if they didn't do that one mm -hmm. thing, you know, simple thing. But then they they share it mm -hmm. with people. They tell their story and they 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 have community or whatever with each other. They're probably like high five and so mm -hmm. glad. And, they, and then they shared it with people. I think the Samaritan woman, mm -hmm. right in her joy, she just runs off after talking with Jesus at the well and she shares it with the whole town. Yeah. And then the whole town comes out to Jesus. You don't think her joy was fulfilled mm -hmm. even more when she saw people going to see the Messiah after she told, right? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. And then it says they returned and they glorified God and praised God. So even like just worshiping him, mm -hmm. right? There's real joy in worship. Uh, I, I know you've had moments when I've yeah. had moments and all of us have had moments where just when you're worshiping Christ, mm -hmm. that the joy of him, the joy of the Lord, because you know who he is and you're able to bring up in mind ways that he's been yeah. faithful and know his scriptures. And Man. oftentimes we're singing mm. scripture, you know, and we're going, this is true. Yeah. And I'm joyful in the worst moments in life. That's so true. That can be true. And it has been true. I think of a quick story and I won't go all into it because I'll probably start crying. But after my mom died, I remember sitting down the next day. 
Mm -hmm. reading God's word. Um, I was probably reading this Bible right here. And uh, it was a moment in life where if you've been through something like that, where my mom died suddenly that day and had no, it was just, it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a moment in life where you're like, I don't know what to do, what to say, what to read or what to pray. Mm -hmm. Like really, Mm -hmm. you're just off kilter. All I could do is get to Romans 8. Because, I, I mean, it's just, it's a great chapter, mm-hmm. obviously. No, everybody knows that. So I'm there, and I'm just reading it. And the verse in Romans 8, I'm not even going to turn there, but it just says, um, we don't even know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with words, mm-hmm. groans that words can't express. And I just remember sitting there going, I believe that promise is true right now. Wow. He's praying for me. Mm-hmm. The Spirit in me is praying to the Father for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how to pray. I really didn't. That was a true moment. And going, I just, I remember just sitting there, honestly crying and just trusting that promise. Mm-hmm. And there was joy. And Paul says this in Second Corinthians, sorrowful yet always rejoicing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when you experience a verse that is true, mm-hmm. like that experience, experience a promise, there's joy in that, that. You really, it's you can't even really explain it. Yeah, in the midst there, of that sorrow, and it's more real mm-hmm. than anything you'll ever experience otherwise. And I guarantee you, that was the most profound prayer I've ever prayed. And I didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's joy. Yeah, so, yeah, man, that's awesome. I remember uh, in back in October, we had a uh, encounter night, mm-hmm. worship night at the East Campus, yeah. uh, and I remember again, it's one of those ways in which you can experience joy. You put yourself in situations where you can experience yeah. that kind of joy, where seeing other believers yeah. uh, engage in prayer, yep. engage in uh, just unab- unabashed worship. They didn't care. They yeah. were just together worshiping. They weren't, they didn't, no one cared about what the other person looked yeah. like. The, the danced like had a, it wasn't. No, there was no, it was just yeah. being in the presence of the Lord together. Right. Um, and there was some joy. There was certainly joy I was feeling in that. And then we had a moment where it was like uh, invited everyone to the front who wanted to pray for someone else. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like come to the mm-hmm. front to pray. We'd already done all that. Right. This was like, hey, if yeah. you want to pray for someone, yeah. use flex that spiritual muscle, use that yeah. gift. You're going to receive joy when you do that. Oh, the person's man. going to be prayed for. Yeah. And so there was a lot of people up front. <laughs> and just seeing people being prayed for, yeah. the joy on the other person who was doing the praying, like the joy they had yep. was amazing. Yep. And I just stood in the back like, I couldn't, couldn't go down. I couldn't do it. I just stood in the back, just soaking in the moment, soaking in yeah. God's goodness. And in that, when the instructions were to go up front and be prayed for, someone came back. I saw it happen. I remember seeing it. And I was like, I wasn't prepared for that because I was just. I was watching it going, that's awesome. And 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 the yeah. guy just, just said, hey. Came to you. I'm supposed to come here. Yep. And I went, okay. Like, yep. let's do this. And it was, I mean, it was intense. Yeah. Where. He just said, "Here's what I need." Yep. And I was like, "Man, let me pray for you." And he had a need. Yeah, and yeah. it was and it was beautiful. Yeah. And 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 again, I said words, but I couldn't have told you. <laughs> I can't tell you this moment, I, like what all was prayed in that exactly moment. What you mean? But I know that two peep, two men walked away. He and I, yep. filled with the joy of Christ. And I promise you, whatever you prayed, being led by the Spirit in that moment was what he needed, mm-hmm. and what you needed to experience 
yeah. God working in you and through you. Yeah. You're right, man. There's a joy there. But it was in, in the moment of where I thought, okay, Beautiful. I can't get any more joy. This is as <laughs> joyful as it gets. And he goes, nope, you're going to do this with this guy now. And I'm like, what? Yeah. 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 So the other side of that is is just immense joy. So I've experienced that many times of just having a moment of pray for somebody. Mm-hmm. There's a joy there that's hard to express. Yep. And being able to, and sometimes it is, it's like moments where maybe you know something about it. Maybe you don't even know. Like mm-hmm. you just know you need to pray for him. And I've had so many times where that happened and, and somebody said, man, that's exactly what I needed. I needed that prayer. I needed <laughs> you, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, yeah, awesome. Cool. I didn't, I know. Cause I know it wasn't me. Yeah. I know it's God working. And there is a joy when you know God's working. Yeah. That it's, yep. it's it amazing. beats everything. It beats everything. And it's unexpected. It's an unexpected <laughs> joy, yes, which has yes, the yes, bow, yes. putting the bow on it, like a good little Christmas you gift. Nailed it, man. Yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for joining yep. us today. Uh, I hope that you experience some unexpected joy this week. Um, and find it. find places, <laughs> put yourself in situations where you can see that and, and experience that unexpected joy, yeah. and then run and tell as many people sure. as you can about it, uh, and then get back to work like the shepherds <laughs> did. Because <laughs> somebody needs to watch the sheep. Go <laughs> Somebody's got to watch the sheep. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys. Uh, man, we're getting really close to saying Merry Christmas, but we're still in the middle of Advent, so you guys hang in there. Uh, and we got a couple more weeks and then yep. we'll see you at Christmas. All right. Have a great week. See y'all.